It's Tuesday, October 19th. Welcome to the News Diet, a healthier alternative for staying informed. I'm your host, Michelle Carroll. Today, I'm going to talk about the passing of Colin Powell, the Christian missionaries kidnapped in Haiti, and also LinkedIn's pullout from China. Let's be informed so we can get on with our day. Former Secretary of State Colin Powell died on Monday from complications from COVID-19. He was fully vaccinated. Colin Powell is one of the most well-known public figures in America, serving in public life for several decades. He was also the first African-American Secretary of State under President George W. Bush. Colin Powell was born in 1937 in New York City and was raised in the South Bronx. Joining the Army through ROTC, the officer training program, he rose the ranks to a four-star general during his 35-year career as a soldier. In 1989, he served as the 12th chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, the highest military position in the Department of Defense. And in 2001, he became the 65th Secretary of State. His career and reputation is pretty widely respected, but it wasn't entirely without some criticism, though, as the general was an influential figure in the decision to enter into the Iraq War, which, in hindsight, many consider to have been the wrong decision. Current Secretary of State Anthony Blinken had some words to say about the general. He gave the State Department the very best of his leadership, his experience, his patriotism. He gave us his decency, and the State Department loved him for it. Secretary Powell trusted the career workforce here. He empowered them. He made sure that the desk officer who knew a particular country or issue most deeply was the one who got to brief him or the president. He told his staff that they didn't need to worry about getting him fancy lunches. (laughs) Hamburgers and hot dogs were just fine. When he hopped onto the elevator, he'd pull others on with him. He didn't bother with formalities. And he wasn't overly concerned with hierarchy either. He wanted to hear from everyone. He walked around the building, dropping into offices unannounced, asking what people needed, making sure they knew he was counting on them. Secretary Powell was, simply and completely, a leader. On Saturday, a group of Christian missionaries were kidnapped in Haiti while returning from a trip to an orphanage. The group included five men, seven women, and five children. Sixteen of them are American and one Canadian. They are missionaries from Christian Aid Ministries from Berlin, Ohio. The group behind the kidnappings is called 400 Mawazo, and apparently they're notorious for kidnapping for ransoms. And it sounds like their targets are all across the board, school children, doctors, police officers, and religious figures like priests and nuns. In 2021 alone, the group of about 150 members is responsible for 328 kidnappings so far. It seems that the group is taking advantage of the hardship hitting the country this year. As a reminder, in July, Haiti's president was assassinated, and in August, a 7.2 earthquake killed more than 2,200 people. Haiti is in a very fragile state, dealing with economic and political turmoil as the poorest country in the Western Hemisphere. Some areas have residents staying home to avoid gangs like 400 Mwazo, who have taken over much of the country and the capital. 
which doesn't help a country whose people are in need of money, food, and who needs its citizens out producing to help an already struggling economy. Before these kidnappings, there was actually already a call to strike by a transportation union, calling on the government to do more to protect people from these groups. As of yesterday, it appears that there are some American agents on the ground to confront this situation. Uh, the president has been briefed and is receiving regular updates on what the State Department and the FBI are doing to bring these individuals home safely. Uh, the FBI is part of a coordinated U.S. government effort to get the U.S. citizens involved to safety. Uh, due to operational considerations, we're not going to go into too much detail on that, but can confirm their engagement. And the U.S. Embassy in Port-au-Prince is coordinating with local authorities and providing assistance to the families to resolve the situation. We can't get into too many too any details, I should say, about the individuals and, uh, and their identities uh, because of Privacy Act waiver considerations. Microsoft-owned LinkedIn has decided to mostly pull out of China. The social media company for professionals has cited growing regulatory and censorship rules as the reason. It seems to mirror decisions from other social media networks like Google and Facebook to avoid the Chinese market. LinkedIn will, however, keep up a job listing website called InJobs, but with no social networking features or feed. When LinkedIn entered China seven years ago, the company was hoping to add millions of users to the platform. But over the years, it seems that the increase in operational oversight from the Chinese government was too much. Being a communist country, China is notorious for blocking its citizens from outside content. Internet usage is regulated, and the foreign-built websites or apps allowed are really limited. And if they are allowed, those operating the products are usually subject to Chinese government oversight. So you can see how this could prove to be problematic for a social media platform whose purpose is to connect people around the world. It seems China has created their own rival products to try to recreate them to better fit the government's restrictions. Today is Tuesday, October 19th, and you've just been informed. Now it's time to get on with your day. I'm Michelle Carroll. Thanks so much for listening. If you like The News Diet, be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast so you can always get the latest episode. And leave a review as we all know how that helps boost a show's visibility. If you have any suggestions on how I can improve the show, I definitely want to hear from you. I want the news diet to be as valuable as possible for you, so if you feel compelled, please feel free to reach out to me on Twitter or Instagram at The News Diet or directly to my email, feedback at thenewsdiet.com.